0: Welcome to the Talented Learning Show podcast series, episode 16 with independent learning tech analyst John Lay. Today, I interview Paul Morton, Regional Director of Europe and Americas for Cross Knowledge about the power of integrated corporate learning systems. You can find more of our content at TalentedLearning.com. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> I'm
1: just too keen. I'm too keen to jump in, John. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure to be talking with you today.
0: Outstanding, no doubt, no doubt. We're excited uh, all, uh, excited for today's interview, of course, and a chance to to meet you and, and learn more in, in depth about what you folks are doing over at Cross Knowledge. Uh, on this show, I'm fortunate to interview the world's leading experts in extended enterprise learning solutions from both the vendor and the practitioner perspectives. Uh, today, from the vendor expert side, we do have Paul Morton. Paul's been immersed in learning strategies and technologies for over 20 years. He started his career as a stand-up trainer moved into coding, and developed an early learning management system. He's also authored e-learning content and managed multiple learning technology teams. That background, combined with a unique degree in Scandinavian studies from the University of Edinburgh, has led Paul to many interesting conversations and innovations in global leadership, change, and, of course, learning. We're going to learn all about it today. Paul, welcome. We're thrilled to have you here. Let's, uh, let's start at the, uh, the beginning, uh, Paul. Why don't you tell us about yourself? about cross-knowledge at a high level, and then your role there. If we could start there, I'd give everybody good grounding on you.
1: Sure thing. Well, you know what, John? My mum's a teacher. Well, she was. She retired a long time ago. But uh, over the course of about 35 years, you know, she taught. We worked it out one day. She taught 5,001 kids. Not personally. She was a head teacher later on. But 5,001 kids is an amazing number for a teacher to to actually help all these, these, these wonderful children through their life. But you know what, in digital learning, 5,001 kids, 5,001 people it's the work of not 35 years, it's 35 seconds. So the reach that we have, the stretch, the breadth that we have is just, it's it's so meaningful, it's so impactful. I mean, cross-knowledge touches something like 12 million learners. And starting out as a face-to-face trainer with a classroom of eight people, you know, you can have such a good conversation. You can really touch, you can really understand. I think classroom... Done well is the best way to learn anything, one-to-one. The the conversation we're having, I fully intend to learn an absolute ton of stuff from you today, John. And it's just the best way to do anything, but you can't scale it. And over time, over the experience I've had in in the many different companies we've worked with over the years, it's really how do you scale? How do you get what people need to improve their jobs, to, to do better for their organizations, and mostly do better for themselves. How do you get it into their hands as fast as possible, in the right format, at the right time, and for a controlled cost because, you know, nothing's cheap? So that's, the, that's really where digital learning came from me and how I started as a class, classroom trainer. Thanks, Mum, for the inspiration. And came all the way through the development of uh, online training, online education, websites, documentation, all the way through to the, the the greatest leading edge digital learning solutions that uh, we have the pleasure to to take to our customers here at cross knowledge
0: wow, great well, tell us about uh, uh, cross knowledge as an organization and you're, you're part of Wiley uh, uh, that's means a lot more in Europe than it does in America. maybe you could uh, help frame out who the company is
1: sure well. Cross Knowledge has been around for about 20 years. We were originally a French company, but were acquired a few years ago by John Wiley and Sons. You know, the guys that publish the For Dummies books, you know, those mm-hmm. lovely little, little yellow guides. But you know what? They publish an absolute ton of other stuff and, and alongside of that. They are the world's leading research and education company, and we are just a small but, I think, important part of that <laughs> Uh, organization. I mean, Wiley's a two billion dollar company. They've been around for two hundred and ten years. Napoleon was marching in Moscow. Thomas Jefferson was president of these United States. And Charles Wiley, not John, Charles was publishing books in, Upstate, in, 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 in Uptown in Manhattan. And that's when they, we have that heritage from. You don't get to be a 210-year-old company by accident. You have a very clear vision. You have very careful planning and good forethought. And I also like to think that's why the, uh, the Wiley company uh, came and acquired Cross Knowledge. We're a digital learners at heart. We're a learning solutions company at heart. It's what we do really well. We've got around about 400 uh, employees in our group, and that's part of the 5,000, 6,000, 5,700, I think it is, uh, people who are working in Wiley globally. And of those 12 million learners, they come from about 450 blue chip, uh, that's Fortune 500-type companies in 120 countries. So that's a fair, good breadth, a fair, good reach that we have, Um, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Wow! Wow! That's uh, uh, I, I guess I was mistaken when I said we don't know about you guys over here, uh, Wiley over here. Uh, I didn't realize uh, uh, so much of that history was on both sides of the of the ocean here. And your role as as regional director of, of Europe and of Americas, what does that entail? And what does that mean? Oh, it basically means like
1: any any leadership or management role. Everything's my fault, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not how it means. It really means that I have the the absolute delight and the pleasure to lead to some superb teams of people on both sides of the Atlantic, and that's in uh, it's in the U.S., it's in the, the Northeast, the Southwest, it's in Canada, it's in it's in Brazil. You know, we're Brazil's largest learning company. Did you know that? That's amazing. No. Brazil's wow. largest learning company. We are all over Europe. I mean, that's our heartland. That's where we come from. And essentially, what I do is I look after um, half of the business and the half of the business that's outside of France, which is our heartland. So, my lovely col- colleague, uh, Olivier, he works in Paris and I work in London and he looks after France and I look after, well, I don't know, everything else, I suppose.
0: Wow. Wow. And so I, I recently had an opportunity to uh, get a nice deep dive through your, your application and to see how you f- folks a- approached learning for the individual in, uh, in certainly a unique way, uh, in an innovative way that I've seen. Could you tell us about uh, the, the learner experience uh, or how you view the learner experience or the, the integrated learning experience, rather, for, for learners here in 2018? How, how does that look to, to you guys?
1: Well, if I go back to classroom, and you think about the best classrooms you've ever had, the best learning experiences you've ever had, I bet you don't start thinking about e-learning, do you? You just don't immediately go, you know what? The best thing I ever learned, it was that compliance course I took back in nineteen nineteen. Like, Come on! Most e-learning, absolutely dreadful. It's horrible, and I've done a lot of it. But you know what? e learning's bad. E-learning is what kills you. Bad e-learning, good stuff, good learning experiences. That's how you actually change your behaviour. That's the, the the thing that leads you to the the bright uplands of potential and hope. That's what you can really do, uh, deliver to people to help them to change uh, what they do on a daily basis. So a learning experience. Well, it's exactly what it says in the tin. It's an experience that helps you to learn. It's something that you do that's challenging. That allows you to reflect that allows you to practice that allows that gives you the opportunity to to be exposed to new information and then hopefully to try and apply it maybe to fail maybe to reflect again and then let's put that new learning into practice an experience an integrated learning experience what does that really mean I think it really means you take all the best parts of all the best types of training I'm not afraid to use the word training. Training and education, you tie them all together. You use the best technologies for the right sorts of uh, people in the right sorts of places at the right time, and you tie it together in such a way that uh, a learner in any given situation gets the journey they need to go on to go through to change their behavior. Mm. Integrated also doesn't just mean, the, that you're tying all these different pieces of content or materials or experiences together. It's not a classroom with a bit of e-learning beforehand and a little bit of e-learning afterwards. I mean, that's, 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 that's old school. Come on. It's, it never really worked. An integrated learning experience is a blend of different sorts of modalities, a blend of different sorts of things. Whether it's a, a learning course, whether it's a 10-minute little uh, inductive session, deductive, inductive, depending on the type of learning you want, you want to actually achieve, whether it's a soft skill or a hard skill, perhaps. It's not a checklist. Checklists are great. I love checklists. It could be a checklist. It's a discussion forum. Do you know we did some research recently? One of our lovely researchers, PhD candidate that we're sponsoring, lovely lady called Anya Edmonds, she did some research and it showed the top digital learning experience, the most impactful digital learning experience isn 't our content our content comes like number three. The number one was responding to an online discussion about the topic hmm. taking part taking part isn 't that it 's taking part in something it 's being part of that so that 's part of the experience. so the idea is you build an integrated experience that leads you from A to Z that takes you from exposure to new information through practice, through repetition through reflection. Takes time, gives you time to fail, to practice, to do more, and then to apply and prove your knowledge. But that alone isn't enough because you then have to take that integrated learning experience and integrate it to the learner's life. Where are your learners? If you expect people to go on a course, still, you, I mean, you're twenty years out of date. You can't get people to go on stuff. You have to go to them. So how do you integrate with their lives? Where do you take your learning experiences? It's got to be on their phone, front and center. It's got to be tightly tied into whatever systems they're using every day. Plug it into their internets. Plug it into their HR system. Tie it around their world. Where do your learners go there?
0: Wow, wow. That's, uh, yeah, you're very passionate about the topic. Uh, you can tell that you, you believe all the way on, on the Uh, how this learning so how does that so that all sounds great i'm a instructional designer by education uh from a long time ago and you know hearing how you describe it it certainly makes sense so how how does that manifest itself in in a platform how do you get them to practice and repetition and reflection and apply what is uh what what's an example of one of those journeys like is it like onboarding or yeah expand out that a little bit
1: if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. This stuff's really, really hard. I mean, you, an ID by trade, my goodness me. Do you know what I genuinely think one of the future jobs is? You know, you must have seen these things floating around the interweb. The top 20 skills of tomorrow are going to be, yeah, okay, sure, I believe you, whatever. They're the same things as they were yesterday. It's all about this communication. It's all about getting people together. It's the stuff that you can't optimize and you can't outsource. Do you know that one of the future skills of the tomorrow, the job of tomorrow, John, it's going to be learning designer. It's going to be learning curator, instructional designer, somebody who can get the world's information into a format that I can understand and put it into practice. So you've you just future-proofed yourself, John. You have.
0: Outstanding.
1: So. <laughs> but, the, the, the challenge of actually putting this sort of stuff into a format that makes sense and tying it into an experience that people can genuinely profit from, it is something that we are approaching and we're doing pretty well and we have done pretty well for quite a few years. We, you know, we kind of lie to ourselves a little bit and we say we invented the internet. No, we didn't invent the internet, but we like to think we invented online blended learning, even though I'm sure we didn't. But we did come up a long time ago with a format of taking the best of class, pulling it apart, putting it back together again in the very best way we can. How does that manifest itself in a platform? Well, we've got a lovely um, solution, and we call it Blended X. Everything's X, isn't it? Even my phone's an X. Blended X. And we create this beautiful consumer-grade learning experience because people are used to consumer-grade experiences. You get one shot. You put something in front of them if it's clunky, Forget it. you are lost them. They're never going to come back. And you need them to come back because this stuff takes time and it's hard. You're going to show them something that's, number one, it's clunky. Number two, it's challenging them if you've created your learning right. And then you expect them to come back to something that they don't like. I don't think so. So we create Blended X. It's a beautiful, and I use the word, it's a beautiful, it's elegant. It scrolls elegantly. It looks nice. We're a French company. We know what elegance is. You know, We have drama. We have elegance. We, these words are important. You design something that is appealing, and then it's challenging. So we put our great content. We have a faculty of something like 85 content experts from the world's leading universities uh, and institutions We gather these people together. We extract from their craniums the best of their educational materials. So we went to um, Harvard University, and and our finance faculty expert a guy called Mark Bertinesh, three-times award-winning professor of finance from Harvard. We didn't go anywhere, but we went there. He's our faculty. These are the sorts of guys of content we have. So we take our fabulous content the material that our clients and customers provide to us because, of course, we don't know everything. Tie all this stuff together with good learning experiences. And we build that experience from all the different components that we can think of. So it's stuff like it's a poll. It's a question. It's a multi-choice. It's a whatever. It's an opportunity to share, to reflect, to learn, to add your own material. And this this learning experience takes you from A to Z, takes you over time, allows you to build your knowledge, to deductively enhance what you already know or to expose yourself to new information, to, to stop to step away from the screen. Oh my goodness, a digital learning company that says, turn your laptop off, go away, try this stuff out, and then come back and tell us how it worked. So we build this stuff up. And we have learning designers like you, John, learning designers who know how this works, who are experts in digital learning. We create these learning experiences. And they're fun. And they take time. And they're challenging. And they're assessed. And they're, you get certificates and you can get badges and you post them in LinkedIn and we integrate them with whatever solution it is you want to integrate it with. We plug it into – uh, pick an LMS, I don't care. We work with them all. That's the learning format. That's the learning structure that we provide.
0: Hmm. And
1: that's that's just what we're doing today. You wait to you hear what, what, about what we're doing tomorrow. My goodness.
0: <laughs> so – let me let me dig down. And you say you work with with any learning management system. So, do you see yourself as as a complementary solution that's that's providing these learning experiences, or as sometimes a replacement to a, a learning management system, or or both?
1: Do you know? Genuinely, both. It's um, we work with, as I said, we work with some of the world's biggest companies. Um, we work with. Uh, I probably shouldn't name them. But, you know, we work with some of the world's biggest companies. No, and go ahead, and name it. It's just you and me here. <laughs> oh, sure, <laughs> I believe we. we some of these big these these companies these these guys have all got platforms coming out of their noses. I mean, one one organization I was talking to fairly recently. They said, "Paul, can you help us? We have fourteen learning management systems. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. What are we supposed to do? Six of them are proprietary. Two of them aren't even in English. What are we supposed to do?" And we said. Don't, don't worry, don't worry. We can, we can either sit in the middle, talk to them all, pull it all together and be your single source of record, plug our thing into your HR system, by the way, and be the bridge between the two. We have the cross-knowledge hub. We have a hub that communicates with marvelous APIs. We're one of the most open open proprietary systems out there. So we'll connect to anything you like. Um, so yes, we can absolutely be the replacement. Or we, uh, There's many organizations that use us. I mean, one of them, um, Pandora. As on our great case study on our website, they use us as their their they would they chose Cross Knowledge Learning Suite as the first global platform that every member of their te- their teams worldwide would ever be exposed to. So wow. they didn't even have unified people systems or finance systems, but they'd had our learning system, and they pushed that out to something like seventy thousand employees around the world. That's crazy! It's mm-hmm. wonderful. It's a great project. But in the same breath, these organizations mostly they have stuff. They've had stuff for years. One of the companies we work with is on their sixth platform, sixth learning platform, six mm-hmm. LMSs, average lifespan three, four years maybe if you're lucky. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't imagine. So we work with them. So we plug into those systems and SCORM connectors, APIs, web services, call it what you like. We'll work with them all.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the content uh, that you're talking about, like w- w- with the, the Harvard uh, professor, for example, is that content that you develop for a specific client or are you constantly out creating content that's applicable to, for all of your clients or subsets of your clients?
1: The original name, Cross Knowledge, the goal was to get the leaders of organizations in learning and HR to come together and to share their problems and share their ideas. And, you know, we, we failed with the original one because they wouldn't share. So we thought, well, what's the next best thing we can do? We can pull together the best thinking. We can pull together the best ideas from the top faculty, top thinkers of the world. So we went to these business schools, and we do that every day. We are looking for the latest topics, the things that make the biggest impact in organization and individuals' lives. And we are forever creating and curating and building content into our library around those key topics. So it's leadership, management, personal effectiveness, sales, Team effectiveness. around that's that's essentially the core of what we do. And over the over the time that we've been in existence, I think we build a library of something like twenty thousand learning objects in seventeen languages, including American English, British English, French, German, Spanish, Italian, Chinese, Japanese, you name it. So that's where we come from and that's the that's the heritage of um, the content that we've been creating. And then you add into that the fact that we're now part of one of the world's biggest and best business publishers. So if I want to pick up the phone to Gary Hamill, I can get his cell number from his publisher because she's one of my colleagues in Hoboken in New Jersey.
0: Wow. Wow. So that's that's a really unique approach. You know, From my perspective, all I do is evaluate and look at uh, learning technology systems on an everyday basis. And so you have crossed the innovation of not just being a platform that can enable organizations to create these learning experiences, but you actually provide them, um, which is, is something that uh, you don't see very often or at all. Quite frankly, uh, organizations like yours taking the time to and the money uh, to uh, invest in creating that content up front—that's outstanding.
1: Well, thank you. And it is, it is a really valuable. Added value service that we, we we think we can bring to the companies we're working with, because I mean the, the the currency today. You talk to anybody in this in the marketplace, any any individual who's looking at the next three to five years of their own career, and what are they thinking about? It, How do I make myself relevant? How do I keep myself relevant? How do I protect myself against a recession that will come at some point? We're due one. We're overdue one. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that my pension fund is going through the roof, but, you know, it isn't going to happen forever. I need to improve my skills. Mm -hmm. I need to improve my skills. And that's what we're all about. We're all about making skills available To people so that they can acquire them and in turn if the individual gets the skills that they need to do their job better and faster, in turn the organizations that they work for will improve Mm -hmm. and that's how we work. We focus on the learner, our laser like focus on the individual's needs what makes learners learn what skills do learners need to do better and therefore what skills do organizations need within their majestic frameworks of whatever do they need to, to to basically be – to take learning as a strategic lever for growth. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And that all sounds great. Um, does it work? Can you measure it? Is it working?
1: <laughs> it's you know. If you're asking me to prove a return on investment in learning and training, we've got some ideas. Do I have a magic bullet? If only I had a magic bullet, you and me, John, would be set for life, I tell you. <laughs> You can do some things i 'm going to give you a couple of examples of things, nice little ways of actually bouncing yourself towards not only proving a little bit of measurement around learning but proving uh, a reason to believe so if you if you 're listening and you want to take this to a, a leader in your organization and you want to say, "You know I need to invest in learning, and here 's a way to prove." why we should do that. I'll give you an example. How many meetings did you spend? How many hours in in meetings did you spend last week? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. How many of those hours were well spent? There was a survey about um, two years ago. It was an HBR, Harvard Business Survey in the US. $37 billion wasted in bad meetings. Oh, my goodness. And I've been in a few of them, let me tell you. Why don't you do quick and dirty survey? Ladies and gentlemen, click here. How many good meetings did you go to? How many bad meetings did you go to? Rate them, zero to ten. How many hours did you waste? How many hours did you gain? Now, let's build something, a little behavior-changing piece of learning content we can push out to your audience, a learning experience. Let's improve people's skills around leading and running meetings. How to write an agenda. How to run a meeting. 45 minutes maximum. Push it out. Give people a couple of of weeks to to complete it. And after you've done it, measure again. And let's see how many lives we have saved. I swear to you. Let's take a 10,000-person company and 10,000 people each waste two hours a week. How many lives could we save if we improved the effectiveness of meeting? Something as simple as that. Wow. Give you another one. There was, a, there was a Dutch, I think it was a pharma, if I recall, it was a Dutch pharmaceutical. And they recognized that their managers who were creating budgets didn't understand how money worked. They didn't actually get the difference between working capital and cash on hand. And if you're creating a budget and you don't get the difference between working capital and cash on hand, whoopsie, this isn't a good thing. This isn't a good place to be. So they pushed out again. 45 minutes worth of learning to every single manager, aligning them on this is what money is. This is the profit motive. This is how it flows through the company. This is what you need to be doing and thinking of. Consider these three things and then. So the end of three weeks, well, you know, nothing happened. They did the budgets, life moved on. But I tell you, at the end of the quarter, they noticed they had something like a 10% more they had 10% more cash on hand in the bank. And that had a direct direct effect on their stock price. So the next time, okay, causation and correlation, I'll believe it when I like, but take that one to your CFO the next time you actually want you want some investment in a learning program and see what she says. Hey CFO, I can improve our stock price through some online training. Sure. No. Look, look what we can do.
0: Outstanding. Outstanding. This is a great conversation. Uh, I love to hear stories all day long, but we're running out of time already, believe it or not. So maybe we can uh, wrap up with one last question. So, you know, there's a lot of learning and development leaders that are around the world and kind of are paralyzed into doing things the way that they've always done them. And you hear this conversation today, and you know their eyes are open to uh, perhaps different ways of thinking about it. What advice would you give uh, to anybody that wants to get started with thinking about learning experiences versus uh, courses? What, what would be the, the best advice to get started from your perspective?
1: Start small. Start now. Don't plan yourself into a corner. It's so easy to think about. I mean, it was one of the worst places to start is onboarding. It's such an impactful and such an important journey, but don't start there. It's too big, it's too important, and it takes too long. Start small. Start with one of these little impactful things. Start with meeting measurements. Start with financials. Tell you what, start with retention. Here you go, is a third one for a bonus, right? Start with something tiny. People leave their managers. They leave because they don't get feedback. Look at your retention rates. Teach people how to give feedback as part of your PMR process, as part of your performance review process. Push out a little experience not a course it's got to be an experience because of course people either won't do or they won't they won't learn from a short but meaningful experience that's going to help them help other people and get them to ask for feedback get your managers to ask for feedback and build that into something build that into a tiny tiny program short simple but impactful and think about the challenges that you're facing Think about the top ten challenges your organization is facing and use one of those challenges to lead you down the path of a solution you can propose. Don't think big, think small, think concrete, and do it now.
0: Wow. Well, there you have it, folks. Sage advice and uh, fascinating insight about the power of integrated learning experiences from learning tech expert Paul Morton. Paul, thanks much for coming on the show. It was great to have you and your enthusiasm. Uh, thank you, audience, for tuning in to another episode of the to Learning Show podcast series. You can find more of our content at TalentedLearning.com. Thanks again, Paul. Have a great day.